Welcome to Globe Nation with your host, Jason Everett. Welcome to today's episode of Globe Nation. I'm your host, Jason Everett. Today we have special guest, Jeff Miller. Jeff is my mentor in the insurance industry. All of this is to be blamed on him. Thank you for joining me as we enter Globe Nation. Jeff, it's so good to have you here today. Well, good morning, Jason. Uh, so how, uh, how's retirement? Well, you know, I've really enjoyed my retirement. Uh, had a great career, loved it. Um, just running a farm now and taking it easy. Well, that's fantastic, <laughs> Jeff. So tell me uh, for just a minute, Jeff, how did you get started in the insurance business? Well, uh, back in 1983, I was a jeweler with Zales Jewelers and uh, pretty much working 75, 80 hours a week, about 100 hours a week during the Christmas season and living paycheck to paycheck and got in the insurance business. So uh, with Globe Life, saw some of my friends making three, four times as much money as I was and working half the time. I thought that, that's a life I could live. So let's talk about that for just a second. You weren't just hired by just somebody. This was somebody that was pretty close to you. So who, who was that person? Yes, my stepfather uh, started with a Globe Life in 1959 and ran a successful branch office for a number of years. So I got to grow up around that and, and watch agents come up and be successful and, uh, and enjoy their time there and uh, just have, have a good life. And uh, so I got, I got to see that and got to witness that. And uh, I always had an interest in it and uh, sure glad I got in. You know, so 1959 is when he started. Uh, what year did you start working with? I started in 1983 okay. and had a 34-year career with this company. Uh, so retired in 2017. What year did you become the uh, branch manager agency owner? In 1992, uh, I became an agency owner and branch manager uh, with this company. So from 1959 to 1992, your mentor, Mr. Huxley, was the agency owner. And then you took over in 92, and you were there till what year? That's correct, till 2017. So we're looking at uh, a number of nearly 60 years with just one change in the management system there. That's amazing. I tell you, you know... One of the things I find from agents all across the country as I meet with them is a lot of times they make a huge mistake early on in their career and uh, some even later on where they go from company to company to company to company. They're always restarting. And I always say that is not the way to build an insurance career. You need to find a place. Uh, you need to find a family. You need to find people that care about you. And you need to stay. Yes, times will be hard. Yes, it'll look good somewhere else. But you've got to stay. So, Jeff, what would you say uh, to maybe that agent out there that, uh, you know, they're getting that phone call, hey, we'll give you this or we'll give you that, now, to, to stay put? You know, uh, the old saying is the grass always looks greener on the other side. And I guess the key word there, Jason, is perseverance. You know, uh, if, if it was easy, it would be a $15 an hour job and everybody would do it. Uh, it's, there's challenges, yes. There's ups and downs. But, uh, man, stay the course. And you'll be darn glad you did. You know, you've said uh, the grass usually looks greener on the other side. My uh, father-in-law, he actually has a, uh, a, a saying that goes right along with mm -hmm. that. It says, the grass usually looks greener on the other side, but typically it's over the sewer system. <laughs> That's correct. You know? <laughs> and a lot of times uh, things do look greener, but it's what's underneath. Uh, and when you get over there and you find out it isn't what you expected it to be. You know, I can't tell you how many agents that have, have left this company that even worked with me back in the day that came back uh, within six months to a year and uh, 
were sorry they left and now running a, you know running their own agencies with this company. So Jeff, you have made a big difference in a lot of people's lives. And what I want you to think about is generations, okay? So uh, how many people have you promoted to their own agency? You know, when I left, when I retired this company in 2017, I was uh, very blessed to see 10 agency owners with this company. And, uh, you know, uh, I always wanted to leave a legacy like you and others uh, that I'm so proud of. And, uh, you know, when you, you've got you to gotta constantly hire your replacement because someday mm. you're, you're going to want to uh, move on, you know, to a retirement situation. And, uh, but you don't want to leave without a legacy. You yeah. want to leave a solid foundation behind you. Yeah, I want to talk just about a couple of your agency owners that you promoted for just a second and the legacy that they have uh, built. And uh, one of those is a, a friend of mine. As a matter of fact, Jeff, in a, in a few weeks, so I would love the opportunity to have you back on and have Tim Knuckles on as well and have him tell his story because I think it's pretty remarkable. But let's just use Tim, for example. So uh, back in about 2003, uh, you uh, gave me an opportunity to bring in a friend of mine, Tim Knuckles, and he started, and today he is—he uh, replaced you as agency owner there in Springfield, Missouri. And so to, today he has offices in Utah, he has offices in, in Kansas, he has offices up in uh, uh, Nebraska or uh, uh, Iowa, that, that's where it's at. Mm -hmm. Missouri, he just opened one in St. Louis. And you see how now he is starting to promote people. He's got a new agency owner that he's promoted in Kansas City uh, just recently that's doing a, a bang-up job. So think about this. Not just the people you've promoted in their family, not just the people that they have hired on that are changing their family, but now you have agency owners that have promoted agency owners that are now hiring people that are someday going to be agency owners. So it continues to grow. It's a generational thing. I'm going to use myself here as an example. So thank God in 2003, Jeff, I remember sitting down with you wearing golf cleats and sandals. I didn't want to work here. You know, I didn't want to be in the insurance business. That's not what I went to school for. But for some reason, you gave me a chance and you gave me an opportunity. And then uh, in 2006, you gave me the opportunity to open up my own agency. And then from there, we've been able to promote several people. We'll use just a couple uh, examples. And one of those is Jacob Har up in Omaha, Nebraska, mm -hmm. that we had on here a few weeks ago. We've got mm -hmm. Matt Carter down in Phoenix, Arizona. And so not only are they now seeing changes, uh, but now they're, you know, just this past week, I seen where Matt has an Airbnb that he and his wife have built in Mexico. This is a guy that when I hired him, uh, he, uh, he didn't have anything. And now he's got a house in Mexico. It's unbelievable to see the generational changes, Jeff, and it all comes back and stems from you. We also have, uh, some years ago, I promoted a gentleman by the name of Nick. Nick promoted a guy by the name of Kevin. Kevin has promoted somebody by the name of Addison. So generations uh, of this thing has just uh, continued to spawn off of this. And Jeff, I know that when you lay down at night, that's got to be one of the things you're most thankful for. You know, it really is. And you used a key word there. It's called family. And all these gentlemen that you just mentioned have a common thread, and that's work ethic and excitement and uh, swagger. Let's call it swagger. All those guys want to succeed and want to, uh, you know, uh, pour, pour themselves into other people. 
and developers of people, you know, uh, you give it away. You know, when you start with this thing you, and you get into management, you start slowly giving everything away, your ideas, your strategies, until one day you've got a legacy built and you, you can be proud of that. And uh, you're, you're, you're right on. I'm, I'm very proud of it and uh, very thankful. You know, Jeff, uh, let's back up to when I started in 2003. You just come out of a dark time in your career. Uh, I would say uh, one of the darkest times of your career. Uh, let's talk about those dark times. So we back up to what, what you said you started in 86, is that right? 83, 1983, 83. yes. What were the darkest times, and how did you get out of those dark times? Well, I just use the word change. You know, uh, change is ever something is ever constant. And market changes, uh, different uh, companies within uh, Globe Life, that I changed and had to develop a whole new market strategy for. So it was just a matter of getting used to it. I never did, you know, the key word is you just don't give up. You know, you learn the new market strategies and you, and you get with it and you get excited and you, and you go on, you move on, you move forward, you don't look back. Uh, they always say the uh, rear view mirror is the smallest part of your windshield, right? Yeah. And uh, so uh, that's, you know, again, perseverance. So Jeff, what I want you to talk to us about though is during those dark days, I remember you telling me stories of uh, walking in and <clears throat> having your agents quit on you, and uh, you sat around and you've built a good team, and then you look around and there's hardly anybody left, and and you know that had to be hard. How did how did you muster up the strength to get up and go to work the next day? Because I believed in this company, and uh, I mean that sincerely from the heart. Uh, I believed in their their forward vision, their uh, their marketing strategies. Everything just made sense, and uh, a highly successful company. You know, you're talking about a company that's been around 122 years now, and uh, that's you talk about a legacy. That's a legacy, generations and generations. And uh, you know, I'm just going to follow that. It, it wasn't that hard. So let's talk about mentorship. You've had. You didn't do this by yourself. You had people pouring oh, no. into you. Oh, absolutely. Who, who were your top three mentors? I'd say uh, probably Lyndall Deal early on with my career. I was a senior vice president with this company, was uh, definitely one of them. Dane Huxley, of course, the guy that hired me uh, and moved along. And then, uh, you know, the president of the company, too, took a real interest in me, uh, Andy King. Okay. So uh, those three guys helped my career uh, tremendously. All right. So three men that, that you looked to, that poured into you, that uh, made a big difference in your life. And, of course, uh, you know, Mr. Huxley has now passed away. Uh, but uh, Mr. Mr. Dill, is he still alive? He is. He okay. lives down in Austin, Texas. I, and I, still, I've talked to him about not too long ago and I, keep in I, contact with him. I remember I had the opportunity to meet him uh, at one point. He pulled in early on in my career wearing a cowboy hat. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. And, of course, Mr. Andy King that uh, spent many years with our company. I, I still hear from him from time to time. So it's right. great to have mentors. Yes, it is. But it's another thing to have mentors that are friends of yours, and that's what you've been able to build. So let's talk about the agency owner body and, uh, and what those men meant to you over the years. You know, I had the... Uh I had the pleasure of working for three different Globe Life companies and, uh, and meet a, a lot of professional guys. And, uh, you know, uh, the President's Council, I was uh, a member of that for 18 years, which I really enjoyed and blessed to be there. And, uh, you know, you feed off each other, you get the ideas, you get the strategies, uh, you get the encouragement, 
So you talked about the downtimes. I had a lot of guys around me that uh, encouraged me and say, you know, you, you can get through this, you can do this, and cheered me on. And uh, you got to have that. You got to have that around you. And uh, I was blessed to have that around me. You know, one of the things that you've seen take place in your career was also uh, the first agency owners that were ladies. And yes. And you got to see that take place. I, I know uh, even today this is mostly a male-generated uh, society that we're in, but we're starting to really see ladies do fantastic. And I know that was really started in your career. Talk about uh, the shift that you've seen in that. Oh, I tell you, I'm glad you asked that question because just recently, within the last year, I was able to uh, recruit somebody for Tim Knuckles that you mentioned earlier. And this lady uh, worked a convenience store. She it, it took her five times to get her license passed. And uh, she made, in her first year, keep in mind, no sales experience whatsoever, made well over uh, $100,000 in her first year. So, yeah, I'm still uh, trying to help recruit. And uh, Is this Lori? Yes, it is. All right. Lori yes. has reached out to me a few times. Mm -hmm. I used to work with her at MCI back in the day, and mm -hmm. she is doing fantastic. Absolutely. And it's, there's other examples like that. So women in this business do extremely well. Very proud of to see the, the new agency owners that are women. Uh, just, yeah, that needs to continue yeah, and grow. I know, I know that you and Angela Hansen have been very close. Yes. another, And she was uh, agency owner of the year, what, a couple of years back? Two years right? in a row. Right. First Excellent. one to win it back-to-back yeah, -back years for sure. <clears throat> so, Jeff, what I want you to think about now is uh, what would you say are the three biggest reasons why you were able to succeed? You know, I keep going back to uh, <laughs> the perseverance issue. Uh, it might be a worn-out phrase, but I'm telling you, uh, you've got to keep it going. And uh, you can't let the uh, lows last longer than the highs. Uh, and you've got to just drill through it and know that and believe in your system. Believe in your, the systems that you put together. Believe in your company. And just, it just put one, sometimes it's just baby steps, one foot in front of the other, uh, but the end results are well worth it. And uh, if I could encourage anybody to, uh, to do that uh, in any business, uh, you're going to be successful. So I, I want to make sure I recap those three things. So first is, you said don't let your lows be there for too long. Right. That's something I talk about. A lot. I say, don't let your lows be too low or your highs be too high. I see these people that are emotionally uh, wrecks. They walk in one day and it is the worst day ever. And tomorrow, if they everything goes their way, it's the best day ever. And it's just constant up and down, up and down. And it wears them out emotionally. And uh, I know that you and I have seen people like that in, in your career. But I want you to think about, for most people, they don't know how to keep it even kill. So uh, what would you say in those, how to, how to not let your high be too high and your low be too low? How do you do that? You know, once in a while, it's okay to walk away for a little bit. If you're really having a tough day and it's middle of the afternoon, take the rest of the day off and go to the lake or do whatever you want to do and, and regroup, pray about it. And, you know, the next morning, get up and get ready to go to work. Show up. Mm. You know what? Just show up yeah. and put put some work ethic in it. Go see some people. You know, you're unemployed until you're employed, right? So every business you go in, every client that you see, every individual you see, uh, why should I hire you? Uh, make, make the sale. I mean, just, you know, be yourself. And we've got a great product. 
that blesses people. You've mm -hmm. seen the claims. Mm -hmm. And uh, if there's any one policy you're going to use that you're guaranteed to use, it's life insurance, right? And that's what 100 most of, chance. And we're what do we? That's what we do, predominantly. And uh, so uh, you've got a product that people need. You got a product that people can definitely afford. Anybody can afford it, really. That's got a position in a company. Uh, so you know, wait on that. You know, you, you've got it. You've got all the tools you need. Regroup, show up to work mm, that every is day. So true. You know, that's one of the things uh, too that I believe that you taught me well, and that is good day, bad day. Get up, get dressed, go to work. Get up, right. get dressed, go to work. Right. I think of it a lot like the directions on the back of the shampoo bottle. It says, rinse, wash, repeat. Right. That's the way you become successful in this business. Every day you get up, you get dressed, you go to work. You know, here's something I learned in sports, too. Coaches in the past, I was a swim team guy. You know, you win some, you lose some, but show up for all of them. Mm, that's so true. At, uh, so now let, let's talk about, uh, you know, the market changes over the years. You started out, uh, I believe, in the Medicare side of things. Right. Um, then kind of walk us through those years and, and how those markets changed and how you adapted to the different markets. Well, from 83 to uh, 94, I was in the senior market business with Medicare, long-term care, and, and final expense products. And then we shifted from that into uh, uh, health insurance, probably not primarily. We still sold life as well, but primarily health insurance, major hospital policies, and uh, for that with uh, another Globe Life company. And then in uh, 2008, uh, Liberty National came in where we called on businesses, and uh, both small and large businesses and employee benefits. And uh, so all three of those markets that I was blessed with, I learned a lot about business because they're three completely different programs and strategies and ideas. But, uh, you know, put it all together, it, uh, in 34 years, it was a great career. Uh, and I'm just blessed to, to be a part of it. So, Jeff, you know, one of the things that uh, we have that listen to us is we have a lot of agents that listen to our podcast that are brand new. We also have a lot of people that listen to it that are just thinking about getting into the business. They're, they're watching us. They're thinking, you know, is that something I could ever see myself doing? They're keeping us, keeping us at an arm length. But So I want to talk to both of those. But first, let's dive into that new agent. So typically, Jeff, our podcasts, they come out on Fridays. And the reason they come out on Fridays is I, I think back in my career uh, about how many people would show up on Mondays and then uh, they would have a bad week. They might have even started out well, but they'd have a bad week. And on Friday, they would say, you know what? I'm giving up. This isn't for me. I'm not coming back next week. And so we started making these podcasts come out on Fridays because my dream and hope and prayer is that it gives a new agent enough inspiration to come back one more week because it could be next week that totally changes their life. So what I want you to do is talk for just a second to that new agent. Uh, that is down. They're they're in the, the you know the doldrums of life. Talk them into why they should come back one more week. Have yourself a nice weekend, and uh, show up Monday morning. Show up, be there. 
talk to some people that are successful, feed off others that are doing this, that's done this for a year or two or three. Maybe just that first year guy that's successful or lady uh, and, and feed off that. You know, I like self-help books too. I was always a John Maxwell uh, guy that followed his, you know, lead in his books and, and uh, it, you know, you got to put good stuff in your mind and throw out the trash because this is a great company with a great product and we've got something for everybody. You're listening to Globe Nation. I'm your host, Jason Everett. Today we are joined uh, by Jeff Miller, who uh, was my mentor and my friend that helped me get in the insurance business. So thankful for him joining us. So, Jeff, now let's talk to the recruit, somebody that is keeping us at an arm's length, thinking mm-hmm. about this. Mm-hmm. They're, they're working from 9 to 5 every day. They're robbing Peter to pay Paul. They're making thirty grand a year. They can't get ahead. But... How can I go from something that's for sure to something that's not for sure? Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, I haven't found any part of my life that is without risk. You've got to take a calculated, educated <laughs> move here and realize that there's some risk in everything. There's a risk when you start your car and drive down the road, right? Uh, uh, get into this thing. Uh, look around. Study the company. Do your research on the company before you come in. Uh, this is this company trades on the New York Stock Exchange. I mean, we're <laughs> 122 year history. Uh, you're not you're joining a successful, highly successful operation, and uh, and a highly successful agency. So if you if you put the perseverance and work behind it, uh, you can't lose. So Jeff, let's talk about some of the funny times. Uh, we uh, you and I we have a lot of stories uh, to tell. Uh, we, uh, of course, I know that there's stories before I, I came to work, but uh, as you think through the years and the stories, uh, you know, I remember you telling stories about having to have a, a pocket full of nickels to make phone calls mm-hmm. and renting hotel rooms and putting phones in it. But, of course, this is way before cell phones. Uh, uh, give us a, a funny story or two from over your career. Well, back then I traveled more than I did in my later part of my career. So we'd, we'd go into uh, towns and, and, like you said, put in phone lines into motel rooms and just call people and, and set up appointments. And, uh, you know, it just, again, uh, you'd spend a couple hours in the morning and set up your next two days and, and go see the people. And, uh, again, we had a product that was affordable. Uh, we had a product that did a lot of good for the customer, uh, you know, and uh, we, just, we just worked through it. So think and about you, this. Putting in a phone into a, a you, you said hotel let's be honest motel yeah motel. there was no hotel this is yeah. motel right and so what what little towns were these in oh some of the towns were maybe stockton appleton city um some of the towns that had you know three four five thousand people in it and i can remember uh like you said nickels well they were dimes <laughs> a roll of dimes and, and working a phone booth on the way home or you know just calling on people that uh those days are long gone, but sometimes we'd see a nice home and just see the name on the mailbox and go up and talk to them. And, uh, we had pe- other clients in the region there as well that we that were had used the policies, so we'd use their names and they could call them and say, "Yeah, you know, they pay their claims." And uh, you know, I think you're saying something though that our agents today that are in the work side of things never think about. That right. is, they're so one-dimensional focused. Right. All they can think about is going out and meet with a business owner, getting the business owner to agree to let them pay with the duck. Right. 
and then the only person they can sell to is the person in those businesses. And what I'm constantly saying is everybody needs what we have. Right. You know, the cancer policy, you can go to your neighbor next door and write them a cancer policy. You need this coverage. You know, I'm a big believer. You know, my story, Sarah was diagnosed with cancer several years ago, and we had the policy that was sold to us back uh, uh, even before I came to work with this company. And, you know, she's been paid out, uh, you know, over $50,000 has been paid out to her in, in the cancer benefits that she's received. It's really amazing when you see these stories of people, you know, that, because you cared enough to go there, stop there. So now let's talk about claims for just a sec. Of course, we don't want to give specifics, but uh, talk about in your career the claim stories that you've seen. Well, you mentioned the cancer. I just wondered if you had 100 people in a room and asked for a show of hands how many people had been, had been involved with cancer themselves or their families. I bet you see a, a large <laughs> show of hands. And uh, so, yes, uh, I, w I always heard that, you know, if you live long enough as a male, uh, <laughs> that prostate cancer is going to happen. Uh, I hear it's one out of every two. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, I so, actually prayed last night. God said it wasn't me. You know, I'm, I'm almost 65 years old, and I've had a cancer policy since I was 30, and I still have it. So, and I have health insurance as well. So, yes, uh, what, we, what we have to offer, again, is uh, highly affordable and much needed. And, uh, you know, that's another thing. You know, if you've got a good product, put some work ethic behind it and go tell a story. And uh, you don't have to be high pressure. You lay it out. You show them the benefits. And, you know, a lot of these people that we're talking to in businesses, we're drawing, what, 5 $6 a week out of their paycheck? Most people, let's, let's face it, most people are going to be able to afford that. Mm -hmm. So, Jeff, uh, you have retired. All right. And I remember back in 2003, one of the things that you talked to me about then was renewal or residual income. And to me, to be honest with you, Jeff, it meant nothing to me at the time because I just needed to check on Friday. That was all I was worried about. I was just worried about making the house payment next month. I was just worried about keeping the lights on and food on the table. I wasn't thinking about retirement. But the one thing that I've seen over the last 19 years is it goes by a lot faster than you expect it to. Right. And I, I, I would just assume for you, uh, your career went by a lot faster than you expected. Unbelievable, it to. yes. But you are now, what, uh, three years out on retirement, and uh, you're still getting a check every month. Right. And that's why you did this career for as long as you did it, was because of the hope and dream that one day you'd be able to retire with a renewal income. So talk about that for just a minute. What does a renewal income mean to somebody uh, that's been retired for three years? You know, two things come to mind on that. First of all, in retail... If I sold, uh, as I mentioned, I was a jeweler. If I sold a diamond ring and that walked out the door, I made a little bit of money on that sale, right? But I would never see another dollar on that particular sale. In our business, every sale you make, uh, every single sale you make where they keep the policies, you're going to get paid over and over again as long as they keep those policies. And that's really what I'm living on retirement right now. And another thing is, uh, in retail, I work a lot of nights and I work a lot of weekends. The vast majority of our hours in this business is, you can't always put an 8 to 5 label on it, but most of the time it's, you know, weekdays and during the daylight hours. And, you know, you put that together and it's, an, it's a nice life. It's a great career. You know, Jeff, how old are you? Uh, 64. 64. Mm -hmm. Think about this. If you'd have worked the normal 
jewelry store business for your entire career. You might have had a 401k. You might have put some a few thousand dollars in there a year. Uh, you probably wouldn't be retired. You probably wouldn't be three years retired. But here's what I know. You wouldn't own a big ranch in Seymour. You wouldn't have the investments that you have, the investment properties that you have. You wouldn't be living like you do. Uh, you might even be living off of uh, Social Security. Uh, your life is significantly different because of this decision that you made. It's so true. And I, I look around at my peers and my friends that were not in this business, and they're still working. Uh, that are my age or a little bit older even, they're still working. And, um, you know, uh, and they haven't built uh, a retirement system like we've had. So, yes, uh, you're spot on on that. 30 seconds to go. Jeff, I want you to speak uh, the last 30 seconds freely. You're talking to new agents. You're talking to veteran agents. You're talking to leaders. Give us the best 30-second nugget of your career. Well, you know, uh, what I'm speaking to do now is, is, is exactly from the heart. And uh, even though it, this, this business may not be for every single person, I get that. It's still, and, and, and another thing I think about is education. You know, a lot of people, like Jason mentioned, he didn't go to school for this. I don't know of anybody that worked for me that uh, has a degree in insurance. It's usually something that uh, is cultivated later, and you never know that he didn't even want to do this. But he took the chance, he took the risk, and uh, it certainly paid off. And the man's in five, six states and has well over 100 agents and probably about 20 uh, right-hand managers with him, uh, you know, that could be you. And uh, dream big, you know, uh, think big, and uh, you'll achieve it. Uh, but again, persevere through the hard times, drill through this, show up to work, and get it done. Uh, I highly recommend this company. It's been great to me and a real blessing. So, Jeff, tell us about some good times at convention. One thing that comes to mind about fun and funny times is conventions in all the places I've been in the world, Europe, Hawaii, all over the United States, Montana, California, Pebble Beach Golf Course, Spanish Bay. Uh, some of those memories I'll, I'll have for a lifetime and the camaraderie you have there. And, uh, uh, of course, this is all company-sponsored, so imagine what that would cost you if you had to pay for it yourself. So uh, another thing, you know, you qualify for these things and you go all over the world with this company. I'm, this convention coming up, I believe, is in Nassau, Bahamas. What a great place. Get into this thing and have fun. Jeff, I love you. I uh, am so thankful for you. Continue to ride off into the sunset and enjoy retirement. I hope it's everything that you ever dreamed was possible. My family, Joshua, Caleb, Hudson, Titus, Silas, Haddon, and Patton, and me and Sarah, will always be indebted to you for giving us a career that truly has changed our life. Thank you very, very much. And you know, Jeff, you have made a difference in my life. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Love right. you. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us. This is the Globe Nation with your host, Jason Everett. Have a great day. Globe Nation with host Jason Everett is a weekly podcast that focuses on motivation and skills to help you build a career in the insurance business. Turn on your notifications and join us each Friday as we dive into Globe Nation.